When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome once again, everybody, to Blockbuster Mentality, the show where we dive deep into the world of cinema. I'm your host, Ben Secord, and today, Dave and I dive deep into Interstellar, the 2014 Christopher Nolan flick starring Matthew McConaughey and Anne Hathaway. Uh, The IMDb synopsis for the film reads, A team of explorers travel through a wormhole in space in an attempt to ensure humanity's survival. Seems simple, but uh, we're going to dive deep into this. We talked about this once on the show before, but in a whole different way, so it'll be interesting to see what we think of it today. So sit back, relax, let's talk some movies. Christopher Nolan's Interstellar is kind of a contentious film. It's a film that I liked immediately, but it's one that had kind of mixed reviews by the critics. Um, I know, Ben, this actually made your overrated list. It did. Uh, a number of shows ago. Um, but, I don't know, I liked it a lot. And I noticed that one thing I check out in Rotten Tomatoes, this one had, a, I think I wrote this down, it had a 71% fresh by the credit critics. Right. And audience was 85%, which is a pretty strong number. So that's a pretty big divergence between critics and audience. Yeah, no, I'd say so. Uh, yeah, because I was I was one of those who I wanted to love it so much, and I did love it first. And I'm talking about the first time I saw it. I loved it the first you know hour and a half, maybe even two hours of the movie, two and a half, uh, two hours forty five minute long movie. Yeah, um, the long, it's just long movie. where it ended up was just kind of. I don't know, it wasn't fulfilling to me. So for me, it just didn't land, and I was just kind of mad at the film uh-huh. the first time. Yeah. Uh, because, again, I it kept me like wrapped in for so long that where it headed, I was just like, no, that's not, not how I would have done it. But <laughs> this time around, I've, I appreciated it way more. Um, obviously, we'll get into what I appreciated more about it. I mean, still had a little issues here and there with it, but again... Well, it's definitely such a deep movie. It's yeah. so much here, but it's not perfect. And yeah, you're under no obligation to change your mind. You know what I mean? Like, if you caught something, because sometimes you watch it once and you see another, like they affect you at different times. Whatever we, you know, we know that. And you know, so just getting into this thing, it's kind of nuts. I don't know. I mean, I brought up that comparison because uh, the divergence between critics and audience. I was thinking of the Last Jedi, where it's actually. The yeah, opposite. the opposite, right? And I looked at that, and the critics are at like ninety-one, and the audience is below fifty now. It's like forty-nine. Yeah, it's insane. Which I don't agree with that at all. But um, no, in Rotten Tomatoes, I mean, there's flaw exactly. flaws in that that whole system. But yeah, watching a movie, you know, again, you know, thinking, oh, I got to change my opinion on it because people like it, so I, right, exactly. I must like it. Like I, you know, never, you know, don't let other people's opinions sway me, but I do let people. I like to hear people out. So you like when I had this on my overrated list and you were talking like about it, it, yeah. it kind of sold me on it because <laughs> yeah. it made me want to give it a chance again. Yeah. So, so I'm, I'm glad you, you brought this up and I'm really glad I watched it again because this is, this is great. I mean, obviously it's got, it's coming off of Matthew McConaughey's uh, Oscar winning performance with D- Dallas Buyers Club. It's right. his next movie after that yeah. before, before this movie came out. 
people were saying, oh, this might be, you know, the next Oscar uh, for Matthew Conaghy might get another Oscar nomination. He didn't get an Oscar nomination. What did you think of his overall performance? I thought he was outstanding and fit. He plays basically sort of two roles in this movie, and he, I buy every bit of Matthew McConaughey in this movie, and I, I don't know. I'm not like he's not. He's an okay actor. I don't have a problem with him. I think he's amazing. He's kind of he is who he is, right? He was in a lot of silly stuff, and then he right. made some really good movies for a bit, and yeah. I'm kind of a, I'm a fan of his, but uh, but yeah, it's just a great movie. I can't even imagine anybody else in this role. Yeah, this this decade he's totally turned his career around. Yeah. It seems like it's you know Dallas Buyers Club, True Detective, movies like that, uh, and even this. Yeah, I, I totally dug his performance. You said he had like two roles in this. You're talking like well, father what, yeah, and kind of like an astronaut, exactly. pilot. Yeah, I mean that's that's kind of what he's basically a farmer, right? And in that setting, where I don't know where do they ever say where they are. I don't know. Uh, they might. But uh, Idaho, I don't know. <laughs> I, I buy him as that guy with a with a with who who has lost his wife and is raising kids and you know living in that world, and then a guy that goes to another galaxy. I bought that too, you know, as a as an astronaut or almost not action hero, but just as a guy that you can buy doing these things. So he, you know, he fit both. So that's just kind of what I mean by two roles. Definitely, this was uh, Christopher Nolan's. Uh, Looks, I believe it was his next film after Dark Knight Rises, which was one of his films that was on your overrated yeah, list, right? I thought that one was overrated, yeah. Definitely. Now, Christopher Nolan, uh, you know, I'm a huge fan of his. I know I told you earlier that I don't think he's put a bad performance, or not a performance, but he really doesn't have a bad movie, which is remarkable yeah. in this day and age. I mean, go back to, you know, obviously Memento and and even Insomnia uh, wasn't bad. It wasn't, you know, anything that no. great, but it wasn't bad. And just his career is just amazing. And this, you know, to go to this like sci-fi level was just Remarkable! I love what he does with IMAX. It seems like he's one of the directors that kind of, yeah. you know, was really trying to, in, you know, tried to innovate IMAX, and he was able to, and he kind of, you know, almost made it like the standard. It seems like uh, with his movies. So yeah, he like broke through. Well, like yeah, advancing the technology and using this great thing of IMAX, like and yeah, you know, like they say, like impossible to actually carry around one of these things. I saw a little featurette in the. On the Blu-ray I have that showed how big these—it's just film. It's these massive reels of film, and you got to bring them on location and all that, and how to, managing all that. And uh, but it's worth it—the quality. You know, when that when that letterbox opens up and you see the portion that's filmed in IMAX. I mean, you—it's great. Yeah, you know? yeah, it's insane. It's so worth it. But yeah, so he's after the Dark Knight. He's he's at a not not to say that's his peak, but. He's at a pretty high point, then. right? Coming off a big, tr- right. successful trilogy that was massive, and like his credibility is couldn't be higher, right? So he then he goes and makes it's and like we said, it's a long movie. There are problems with it. There are it's confusing. It's a, <laughs> this is one where I think you just have to just you you got to just put your put your hands in it and just take out what is left, and then whatever's left behind or. It's not. It's like that's done. Like you can't. You can't analyze this thing letter by letter. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like it's, it's like looking at almost like a painting in a sense. You get like a you get a feeling from the movie rather than like it being something that you 
codify and write down right you know? as much as you want to too because yeah. like there's so many points in this movie with, like my brain started to hurt it was just like man what yeah it's like more- I'm just, when i think i got my head wrapped around it then they throw something else at you and i'm just like oh i have no idea what's going on not, not that i know know what's going on but yeah yeah you know it's just, a very it's, abstract film it's more about thoughts ideas emotions experiences right that's what the film is it's not like this tightly wrapped story right like (laughs) makes you like ask these like unthinkable questions which is just which is i think amazing in art that you can do that to an audience make you you know ask these questions and make you i know when i first saw this i did like so much research on like time travel and paradoxes Uh and things like that like you know it, it gets you thinking and gets your mind going it's like almost like a good like brain exercise to watch this movie like it's true <laughs> it makes you think about things you never you, you, well i normally never think about right like every t- i think i've seen this movie maybe four or five oh, times oh wow so in but each time i have that same experience yeah it it digs into my brain and it's i just think about it for a day or two yeah I, i'm looking at YouTube videos yeah. and time dilation and all this other stuff, which I... I mean, I get it, but it's good refresher. And, like, it's almost mind-boggling, you know? And that, <laughs> it really is. This, that's the thing I, was, I wanted to say, too, is that this movie is... After that point from The Dark Knight, he chooses this really ambitious project. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a story about, like, humans, you know, human beings pushing the limits. And he's... I think he's doing that as a filmmaker in this movie. And where he fails, that's fine because he was like going he was going for the stars in this movie, I think. Yeah, no, that's a great call. Yeah, that's that's yeah, that's a really good point because yeah, I mean, he was like you said very ambitious to ask this of your audience and to keep people engaged in it because yeah. they were throwing stuff at me, but like the first I'd say like hour and a half of this movie, like it goes by so fast. I remember when I looked at the timestamp it said two hours or the time or runtime of the movie it said two hours forty five minutes. Yeah. I was like, ugh. It's like eight <laughs> yeah. o'clock at night. I was like, all right, let me get this started. It's long, and man. you know, I I turn it on and before I know it it's an hour and a half in and then like it felt like no time went by. Yeah. So I mean that's that's a you know, this movie did not feel like two and two hours and forty five minutes because but parts did slow down, but yeah. Yeah, no, yeah, parts did slow down, but it did did not feel no. like that. Like Blade Runner twenty forty nine, which I love you feel every bit of that two hours, 45 <laughs> yeah, minutes. Definitely. But this, again, I, I, I have to give credit uh, to Nolan here to keep the audience engaged the whole time, yeah. and besides the little parts that dragged, uh, which we'll talk about a little later. So, yeah. And I, I pretty much cared about every single character that came on screen in some way, even the ones I didn't like or they you know did ultimately did not so good things. I still cared about them there was no i never felt there was really a side character in this movie yeah and there wasn't even like i mean obviously the revelation with michael kane and things right. there wasn't anyone that was kind of like in the shadows like oh that guy's shady like what's he up to <laughs> like you yeah. they were all people who were you know trying to do good things just trying to save the human race trying exactly. to get them to this other planet uh real quick we should just uh, talk about uh the other cast real quick hathaway what do you think of Anne hathaway it's great in this movie yeah really really good yeah, I mean, I think she's fantastic in this movie. 
Couldn't said it. Couldn't have said it better myself. Uh, Michael Caine for me. You can never go wrong with Michael Caine. I, yeah, you just throw him. Um, just go be Michael Caine. Yeah, his lines. yeah. He's not gonna have a bad, <laughs> no. <laughs> bad performance. I mean, it's usually the same. Even when he was in the hospital bed at the end, like that was good acting right there for me. Just yeah, uh, the yeah. pain he was conveying, and you, you you felt his pain. Like he he really felt sorry. You know, I really didn't think he was a great Alfred, but he's really good in this movie. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like uh, he's okay as Alfred, but. I think he, he he really showed something this morning. Right. So it's interesting that Christopher Nolan... I, I like when directors, you know, use the same actors. Frank Vincent. <laughs> yeah, yeah Frank, great. Frank Vincent. Yeah, he's the Frank Vincent of, yeah, for really Christopher is. Nolan. <laughs> Very good call. Good call. Uh, Jessica Chastain. Eh, I don't know. Yeah, I you know you said you, you, you don't know what you think. For, yeah, I mean... Uh, she, she's she, just okay. She hasn't had a performance for me that's blown me away. Actually, my favorite performance of hers, actually, I think, is in The Help. I really liked I her character in The Help. She's li- like one of the more likable white characters in that mo- in that movie. Right. Uh, I get it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, all right. So, yeah, I mean, that's that's pretty much your cast. Anyone well, else no, you wanted to mention? Yeah. she uh, Jessica Chastain plays Murph, um, and it's played by two different actors. And I think the child actress... Yeah, that's true. I don't true. know her name. Um, I've heard it down, but I can't find it. But actually, I think she did an amazing job. Yeah, that's a good call. Uh, Mackenzie Foy is your name. Okay, yeah. Uh, Timothy Chalamet, uh, he was in Lady Bird. He played the young uh, Tom. Oh, okay, he, he was yeah. like her pretentious boyfriend in Lady Bird. And he looks just like Casey Affleck, uh, 15-year-old yeah. Casey Affleck. I know Casey Affleck's in this. I know. He, there's so a little people. role where he does pretty good, too. Oh, I wanted to mention uh, the scientist, that, or the, the one of the astronauts, they go, uh, Romilly? I don't know the guy's name the uh, oh the actor or the character's name is Romilly yeah um uh, let's see Wes Bentley was in it I know he's Doyle he was uh you know American from Beauty American That's Beauty the only thing I know him from. Hunger Games did you see any oh, of those I did but uh, like that. no I know I'm not <laughs> I don't recognize him from uh, um <laughs> yeah the the guy who played uh Romilly uh David Giassi yeah I don't know him from anything else other than this movie but there was I felt really bad for this character. This character got like the short end of the stick, right? But uh, the performance I thought by him was a really a good standout. That's a, that's another one. Like they have a crew of what five of them, four of them. Yeah. Uh, and I like every one of them. He didn't feel like a side character at all. No, so definitely what's, not. What's, what one really important big thing happens to him. And but. you even you have so many people again. Uh, Ellen Burstyn. Uh, plays the oh, so you have actually three actors that play Murph, uh, mm. Ellen Burstyn, uh, David uh, Oiloo. Uh, he's the, plays the school principal. Yeah. I, I totally mispronounced his name. It's, I know, yeah. but uh, he's in a lot. And then even um, John Lithgow. John Lithgow is uh, McConaughey's father-in-law. Yeah, it's crazy, crazy how many people are in this. But yeah, the cast is just outstanding. Definitely. Uh, you want to jump into this thing? Let's do it. Whew, I don't know, man. It's so I'm still recovering from from watching it. It's it's definitely a project. You know, it's it's so much here. But uh, we're gonna jump into our pick six, where we give our six favorite moments of the film, and just go through them and and, and talk about them. And again, uh, rough follow, chronological order. Yeah. I'm gonna say now, follow us on Twitter Please at BlockbusterCast, and uh, be sure to subscribe and like uh, this video on YouTube. And babadi badoo. Hey-o. All right. So, what's our first moment in our pick six? Our first pick six is the <laughs> Cooper, who is Matthew McConaughey, goes to a parent-teacher conference for his two kids, and uh, this just tells us everything about this world we're in. 
So uh, we we learn that it's pretty it's Earth, but somewhere in the future, not too far. It doesn't doesn't feel like right. Right. Yeah. They never really say what no. year it is, do they? No. It feels like it's a little bit in the future, but anyway, there's some sort of a thing. They called it blight, which ruined, uh, it killed all the wheat crops, and it's slowly just killing all capability of growing agriculture. It's like this dust that's flying around. The planet's basically dying, or at least humans don't have too long because they right. just can't grow food anymore. So, the only thing they can eat really is corn at yeah. this point. And there's probably not a good prospect of that lasting very long either. So yeah, and they said at one point it was like okra or something. They're like this is the last season for okra, and like John Lithgow's like ever. Yeah, it's done. It's insane. Yeah, it's almost. It's you know. It seems like they're you know got a happy farm life going, but it's got this ominous feeling to it yeah. as well. well how which... about that little detour over that drone that they find? Yeah, what was that all about? Where'd that drone come from? It was a. Uh, oh, it was some like a NASA drone or okay. It was some other thing that was programmed to do something else, but then I guess whenever the power sources just cut out, the thing just had some kind of a guidance system. Right. And ran on, I think it had solar panels. Yeah. I forget what it did. Yeah. I, but yeah, that was a cool a little... military drone, maybe. Probably more, probably more likely. Yeah, and I, lo- I love the um, the score. The score in this whole movie. But yeah, yeah in that part especially, the, yeah. the Hans Zimmer score was great. Kept you engaged in that moment. But yeah, the teacher conference brings a lot of exposition. Yeah. You know, basically telling you how, you know, <laughs> people really don't believe that... Uh, America, uh, America went to the moon or anything like that. It was just a way to bankrupt Russia, things like that. Yeah, so he's got two kids and one boy. He they they must take some sort of test at a certain age, and he didn't score very high on it. So they tell him he's going to be a farmer. Right. He's not. And then uh, Cooper's just arguing him. What about college? Where's my Where's my tax money go? This sort of thing. But they sort of see like this society. They're like. There aren't a lot of resources to spare, so they're just placing people right. on what they can afford to do. And but but so he's gonna be he's just gonna be a farmer. He's gonna finish high school and that's or he's gonna maybe get some training in it and that's it. As for Murph, she tests very well, but she doesn't go to school or she doesn't she she's not doing well or is her grades low? I forget what the issue was. Uh I think she's Oh, she had that textbook? Is that what it was? Oh yeah. Yeah. So and that the, like the, the, the textbook that said about how man landing on the moon we realized, as you said, that they no longer believe that we went to the moon. Right. I mean, this is a place that's basically lost its identity. It's lost its sense of itself. It's mm-hmm. lost its culture. It's just forgotten who they are. Yeah. And that's terrifying. Yeah. I mean, it re- really is because, yeah, I mean, she even says something about, uh, you know, what? You know, let's not have, you know, the mistakes of the 20th century, you know, come into the 21st century because, uh, you know, we want to save the planet right. uh, and not worry about, you know, what's out there, what's outside of this planet, because we're trying to save this one, right. uh, which we'll find out later that they, they <laughs> this, there's no hope for this one. Right. Um, but, uh, but yeah, a lot of, a lot of good points are brought out in this and just, uh, again, like I said, a lot of exposition and Matthew McConaughey, uh, Cooper, uh, you know, obviously how he feels and his, and talks about his background. But it like tickles that part inside of me where I like, yeah. it makes me a little angry. Yeah. And like, <laughs> what the heck? And it's said in such a way where you could see this being plausible. Right, yeah. Down the line where, look where we are. Like, we can't even feed ourselves. These people didn't go to the moon. Mm-hmm. There's no way they did that. Look where we are. We, we can barely survive. It yeah. just makes no sense. Yeah, we can't grow the right crops, and they're talking yeah. about going to the moon? Give me a break. It's ridiculous, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, that's a good where, point. That's how far they had fallen. <laughs> right. Where that just seemed like... 
that's just like a fairy tale right yeah so yeah i mean that's that's a very interesting gives you an idea of where this world is at and uh yeah great great call there on on the number one i don't i, I don't know about you but i'd like to go back to the moon yeah, and see it like in HD and just have like some <laughs> rover go around. I, I would know. sit and watch that thing for I know. like 24 I know. hours. <laughs> That'd be cool if you could just remote control it yourself, like give people the ability to pay to do that oh, or yeah, something. Like like, ro- yeah, <laughs> that'd be amazing. Well, that'd be great. Uh, Let's, uh, please do not hey, steal that idea. Yes, NASA. <laughs> it's copyrighted we'll, here. <laughs> we'll be calling you, NASA. Yeah. <laughs> I got the plans in my truck. Oh, we'll, you do? We'll go over okay. later. <laughs> we are in... Uh, Hawaii right now, if anyone's asking, if anyone's trying to look for us. Um, all right. Is so that, I think, I think, yeah, I, I mean, mean that's, that sets the stage for this movie, too, because you start getting the emotional. Right. And this is Nolan's, probably his most emotional film, maybe by far. I think if there's, if there's a knock on Christopher Nolan is that he plays things a bit dry. Yeah, I mean, uh, uh, Prestige is, you know, it's got that emotion in it. You know, it's got that... Uh, I'd say prestige. Yeah. Could, you could make could that, yeah. make a call for that, but That's yeah, I mean this. But this, I'd say, yeah, is, is definitely more emotional than that, and gets you thinking more than that because that's just more of a fantasy. Yeah. Where this is almost seems like it's not totally science fiction. Like this could actually happen. Like yeah. it makes everything seem plausible, which is just remarkable filmmaking. And once Cooper has this scene too, just before we move on, is once he once Matthew McConaughey he just just nails this scene you're in on this character like you're yeah. completely behind him you know and that was a good way to begin to intro that character to you was a guy who's just not going to take any bs he's going to stick up for his kids and like i don't care what your rules are like i know what's right on my own and that's kind of who he was yeah and i even love his little lines like he's sitting there drinking his beer on the porch and tells his father-in-law john lithgow we used to wonder about our place in the stars Mm -hmm. now we're uh worried about our place in the dirt yeah good good line there i mean that's that's true because yeah you you look up and wonder and now now all they're worried about is yeah again their their place in this this wasteland that is earth at this point basically got all these dust storms and 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 yeah it's it's some scary stuff and and another thing in, in between all this you got these like uh, older people, you know, almost like a documentary style, like talking about, you know, back then, yeah. you know, everyone was farmers or, you know, stuff like that. I was like, that's that, right. that was an interesting touch. I was like, huh. And they bring that back. Obviously, at the end of the movie, you realize what that's all about. But, uh, but well, yeah, I mean, it made, was it made it feel even more real. That's you know? true. Yeah, that's a great call. That I didn't because you when you in the beginning, you do, don't know what this is. Right. Yeah, I think yeah, I think that's another great touch there by Christopher Nolan to make this seem just more like again third time I think we've used this word plausible, <laughs> make this seem even more real, yeah. you know, because it's like oh wow, because like in the subconsciously you're probably like okay, so this is like a true story and you know it starts this is painting people, that picture in your people mind, from yeah. this story actually telling their stories. It's like oh wow, <laughs> like so that's it's. Great touch. Good job, Chris Nolan. Great job. Yeah, it's almost like, um, and it's the same thing with Dunkirk that he does in this movie, is he really puts you inside the camera. Yes. You feel so much in this movie, right? (laughs) It's like you forget you're watching a movie in a way, you know? You're like in this world. I don't know what he does, you know? But he just sets you there. Absolutely. So let's get to our number two, <laughs> yeah. uh, which is what uh, the countdown slash uh, the goodbye. So, so they figure out there's this gravitational anomaly that's manifesting itself in Murph's bedroom, right? And it, it's making lines yeah, in the dirt, and books are falling off exactly. the shelf. Yeah, they don't know what's going on. So yeah, the books are falling off the shelf, and then they 
figure out that it's some kind of binary code that's going on. And it's coordinates. Yeah, and then it's coordinates, so they drive and it's to this, some facility, which we discover is NASA, working yeah. basically underground secretly to hatch this plan. Michael Caine and Hathaway are there. Yeah, we meet basically the rest of the cast. Yeah. Or almost the rest of the cast. But Definitely. Uh, so <laughs> the scenario is Earth is going to die within, what I say, within, what did Michael Caine say, within Murph's lifetime? Yeah, she would be the last generation or something. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, we, in Murph's lifetime, yep. So all the plants are dying, and then Michael Caine said the one that was corn, and then he's like, corn's got, it's already dying. They're, right. There's like somebody, in, they're in like a lab testing stuff. And then he shows them the rocket and their whole plan. And do you want to explain what the plan is? <laughs> the plan is basically to get people, plan A, there's a plan A and there's a plan B. Right, right. Plan A is to get people in this facility, which is basically a huge shuttle that can, you know, house it's like a space station, people. Basically. It's a space station. Yeah. They want to shoot people off into space and try to find another planet to live. Plan B is to send astronauts with embryos, human embryos, up to form new colonies up there in case their plan A can't work where they can't, you know, ship actual people up to Earth. Right. And the reason they're doing this is because they found something near Saturn, this wormhole. Someone put this wormhole there in something that is a theme throughout the movie, not even a theme, but just something uh, Cooper keeps saying is, who's they? Right. Because they keep saying, they put this there. They put this there for us to find it because apparently, you know, wormholes are something that can't happen naturally. They're something that, you right. know, someone... It just appeared there. That just appeared and there. And it's... A str- it's uh, and that... Placing that worm. By the way, that was a far better job than I could have explained. It. So you did a great job. Thank I you blacked so out. What, what happened? <laughs> what, what just happened there? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but this, what, by placing the wormhole there, it created some gravitational anomalies, which was what, what was going. On. The same thing. The reason why that thing happened in their bedroom was that wormhole being placed there. And right. It also, as we learned, that Cooper was also a pilot, and he was an astronaut, and then he crashed. Or so they didn't really show it, but he has got nightmares from it. And then he finds out the reason why his ship went down, which we sort of saw in the beginning, was that same gravitational anomaly. Oh, actually, I totally missed that. They explained it when they were sitting okay. around the table. He's yeah, like, that's yeah. why. He's like, my flyby-wire went. He's like, yeah, it was, it was that same thing. Oh, uh, okay. So wow, it's yeah, been I like totally messing that. with Earth yeah. for a bit. And Interesting. Yeah. So yeah, so the plan. And so is, they had already sent astronauts up there, and right, I believe they're receiving 12. signal from there. Yeah. Is that, or did they not mention that yet? I don't know. But anyways, I'm sorry I interrupted you. Mm. I am so sorry about this. I don't know if they got if they had to get close to... Well, yeah. So they sent 12 out through the wormhole that branched out into some other place mm. with nobody knew what it was. And I don't know if they were getting... I don't know if you had to go through to... There's some way to transmit through the wormhole. But right. I, think you, I don't know if you have to like be facing it as you're going around or whatever. So uh, I'm no I scientist. Don't, I, don't, I don't remember. <laughs> But they had to go. Their mission was to was to go through that, and then I think they could get the communications and right. then choose which planet to go to. Yeah, um, yeah. So, so yeah. I mean, then basically, you know, he's like, "Oh, well, you're here. Great. We need a pilot." And like, Cooper's what? that pilot. That this kind of where it's like it kind of just happens too conveniently for me. But at the same time, maybe the ending kind of explains that. Yeah, um, maybe I actually like the, I actually like this. Okay, so here we are. It's the countdown. We go from he give, him getting introduced to it to him just going right home, saying goodbye to his daughter. Yeah, which and she's mad he, about. He's mad about and and his son, and he's leaving. And as he's leaving, as he doesn't really want to leave, and he has this you know pain look in his face. As soon as he pulls away, there's a ten. There's a T minus ten countdown going on, 
and then he just takes off in the rocket. Yeah. And I actually love this. Yeah, I like that too. Like I did like they didn't spend time like briefing him like other than that, you know, scene where he first you, meets them. Yeah. Like it's just like you that would have just wasted going. time. Right. Exactly. Once he gets the information, why there's no there's no more build up. We've got another story to tell, right? And I actually love that you there's no like walking through in slow motion in your suit and then getting in the cockpit and getting strapped in. It's like no, because that, that's not what it is. It really, right. He doesn't want to leave his family. That's the most important yeah, part. Exactly. And this, then in the background, you get the countdown. I thought that that's just an. That's not what the story is about. Is yeah. you know just someone you know getting prepped to you know. There's more important aspects of the story to tell than than all that. So I, I appreciated that. Yeah. Um, and but, then the the goodbye part. You right. know, he's saying goodbye to his daughter and telling her about the watch. You know, look at your watch and saying how you know when I come back we might be the same age. Which when you first see it, you don't really know what he's talking about. It's like, what? Why would you be the same age? Like, what? Yeah. I don't really understand that. Crazy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Which uh, you know we obviously find out later. But um, she's got a notebook. She's she's also documenting this this gravitation anomaly that's going on so she's not looking at it and taking notes and then she's like <clears throat> the books are falling off the bookcase in a some sort of a pattern it says stay stay yep but uh which is like it's you find out later what that really means but even in the moment you're like maybe he should listen to right me. because that thing is is sort of guiding you now so if it's sending you a message to stay then maybe you should stay, even though I know you need to leave. Yeah. So I just had that like little bit of doubt in my mind. No, it's true. Even the second time watching, I'm just like, what? Listen to her. Listen to her. Like, yeah. stay. But at the same time, you realize, you know, yeah, he kind of has to go. He can't. Uh, well, right. It's also, I don't know. Well, that's sort of like, that's a question for the ages, probably. Yeah. What can he, what's his choice here? And I don't really know if that's answerable. Yeah. Or not. I know. <laughs> well, it's, <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll get into that yeah. later, obviously. But, but yeah, just, that goodbye, so emotional, yeah. too. Just the great acting by McConaughey there, even to, uh, the girl. But kind of even driving away with tears in his eyes the with score. the countdown and everything. The score just beautifully shot. Loved, loved that whole amazing sequence. Amazing moment. Emo- amazing, like, what, like, five minutes or however long something like that it's just brilliant film yeah absolutely so so yeah i mean that's that's our number two and then our number three is uh into the wormhole into the wormhole yep (laughs) here they are here they are (laughs) so yeah they're in space they you know are in the space station that you know goes you know spins really fast so that they that way they'll have gravity on their craft right um, going like a smaller thing and then right. they dock with yeah the thing that spins and right. I, I love these little touches though they're, they're getting used to the spinning the one the, the guy gets sick uh, rom what's his name romilly yep he gets sick and I, and I like just before they go in there's a scene with him where matthew Connor is walking around with earbuds and they don't you don't know what he's listening to and then he goes and sits down next to romilly romilly romilly's freaking out because he knows there's only a few inches between him and the empty void of space right and he's just kind of like screwing with his mind and yeah. <laughs> the, so Cooper gives him his earbuds, and, the, and it's like rain and crickets yeah. and like thunder, and, and it's like, like even for the audience, it's soothing because it you're really kind of you're kind of stressed out as an audience at this point because <laughs> yeah. you're just kind of like, well, yeah, I know. It, yeah. It, so yeah, I, I kind of was soothed by that sound too. I Christopher like, Nolan like calms everybody uh, right. down. <laughs> Everything's gonna be okay because even when when he said there's only millimeters outside, yeah. the, you know, the oh, vacuum of space, yeah. I was yeah. just like. <laughs> like I feel, I feel weird all I don't of a know sudden. If you have a fear of flying at all, I have, I do a little bit. I I do. Okay, and that's actually kind of the same thought I get. Really? Because I'm like, 
I mean, void of space is worse, but well, 50,000 feet isn't great either. Right? No, so. not so much. Not so much. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I yeah, I love that that little touch. Even like bangs on the side of the yeah. on the side of the wall. But, and then so. they go and they see the wormhole. They both walk up, and then they he explains it to him with a piece of paper, which I'm sure you've probably seen before or whatever. Uh, like, this movie is actually the first time I've I've seen this X explained. So the idea is you've got like if two X's on either end. And the shortest distance between two points you'd think of as normally being a straight line, but if yeah. you could bend, if you could find a way to bend the piece of paper, you can get from one to the next instantly. instantly. <laughs> Very good explanation, or so they say. And they, they but they even they say like spend like space time, like there's so so many unfathomable uh, yeah. unfathomable you know aspects to this film that I'm just like it's like almost mind blowing. It's just like oh, this movie is like pushing your comprehension of right. like how the universe works right and what humans can do with that you know? yeah because i mean the idea of a wormhole is that you know because it would take way too long to get from a point a to point b right. i mean it would just be no way. impossible so i mean yeah it's, you know it's Not in something lifetime. that bends time or you can get there instant instantaneously exactly <laughs> um but yeah i mean it's such a cool moment yeah, yeah with i the love wormhole. the yep. i love the approach I love when they're going by Saturn and, and, and they're in like a shadow and all you see is this little gray thing mm-hmm. on the screen. <laughs> You're like, oh, that, yeah. that's the ship. <laughs> that's the ship. Oh, look at that. I see that there. Well, just to uh, show you like the scale of everything. Yeah, I like how they explain why it's a sphere and not just this like two-dimensional oh, yeah. object, which is a cool touch. But uh, and, yeah. I, and I like how they don't just go straight into it. They almost like turn into it. You know, uh-huh. like they're kind of orbiting it. Yeah. And just kind of turn into it. And I love those effects too. There's like a spinning and everything is. It's like almost like on a, in like a lens. It's like yeah, it's like a dro- or a drop of water or yeah. something. Yeah, it's. So cool! And yeah. this, you know this movie. I think we were talking about the budget. It was, I think, what did I say like one sixty million, yeah, something, something like that, something yeah. in that range. And like you were saying, that's really not that much. This movie feels like a big budget, or looks like a big budget yeah. movie without being a big budget. Yeah, movie. I mean, it's it's you know, I mean, it's obvious. It's not like a Star Wars movie or a Marvel movie. But yeah. I mean, it's still a decent sized budget. But yeah, I mean, you would think it would be more just the effects alone in this movie. But, uh, but yeah, such such a such a cool uh, sequence and. I like how you know you have Anne Hathaway yeah. sticking out her hand because yeah. she sees that and she's like, "I got the first handshake." And then she giggles, yeah, like a schoolgirl. <laughs> yeah, and it, that's another like tension breaker that he uses. You know, I, I like laugh with her, right? Like, yeah, first handshake. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> it's kind of what she does, but it's like it's, it's funny. I can imagine. I, I saw this in the theater. I don't remember what the reaction is, but I kind of imagine the audience laughing along. Yeah, and that's, yeah kind of chuckling you know, along with her. Like it's like, okay, we, we made right. it through, you know? And again, this is, this is maybe 35, 40 minutes in and like, it didn't feel like that at all. No. You know, no. it's just, again, you're, you're intrigued this whole time. You're just along for the ride, similar to Dunkirk. Um, yeah. So yeah, through the wormholes, great sequence. Uh, and then they get to their first planet, um, which basically kind of leads to our, our number four, yeah. which is choices. Choices. They're through the wormhole. Yep. They've got th- th- three ideas. There's a Dr. Miller who's on one planet, which is really close to this uh, black hole called yep. Gargantuan. Gargantuan. This massive thing. Uh, there's a Dr. Man who's sending data that is positive. He's in, we, we learned from doc, about Dr. Man that he is like the most respected science scientist that went on this project and probably inspired others to join him on it. Right. Um, so that's one there. He's got credibility. If he's sending good, good data, then you're like, mm, we should maybe go here. And then there's another planet. Uh, another. I forgot the guy, the uh, the other uh, doctor's name. Brand. 
No, the one Edmund. Edmund. Is yeah, that what yeah, it was? yeah, yeah. I think so. Uh, he's on a planet, and he's also sending good data. But there's also a question of these planets are all in different spaces, so they have to calculate which one is best, but also in the time to get there and back. Yeah, and plus the time on that planet yeah. because of the time. <laughs> <laughs> is it dilation? Time, time dilation. Oh God. Doctor Miller's planet Woo! is, I think, closer, but closer to Gargantua. Right. And gar- in Gargantua, Gargantua has this huge uh, gravitational pull. Right. So uh, when you go to that planet, science tells us that its proximity to the black hole means that time relative to you out back in space occurs much, much slower than it will for you. Right. So it is the equivalent of being out in space one or seven years to the being at that planet for only one year. Right, so no, right. uh, one hour on that well, planet one hour, is seven, right. uh, right. seven one, years. One hour is seven years. Yeah, that's so right. they, they finally, they so they decide to actually go to that planet, which is a huge water planet. But before they go, uh, like, Romilly gonna... says he'll stay. Right. You know, he'll be the one to stay. And he says, you know, all right, well, it'll be two years, so I'll just uh, research gravity. So, I mean, he's already prepared that he's <laughs> going to be up here for two <laughs> that's years. daunting. Which but, will be less than an hour in their time. Because they're playing, yeah, that's right, for an hour. Uh, and they're, they're like, we're just going to zoom down and zoom right back. Mm-hmm. And then we'll make a decision. And that they zoom down. And they yeah. can't zoom back. <laughs> oh, there's no zooming back. Um, we should just... Talk about that a bit, though, right? Yeah. Because I mean, they get down what seems like this weird... It's just full of water. It's um, shallow. Yeah, it's shallow. Yeah, which is walking a, around. an interesting touch. Yeah, they, yeah, they're walking around in it. And, you know, Anne Hathaway says, you know, there's oh, there's mountains up that way. Because she's trying <laughs> to get the data that yeah. Miller left. But because they didn't realize he, like, or he or she crash-landed. Right, I think it was a, a woman. Right? Yeah, a woman. Um, she crashed... Dr. Miller. Yeah, crash-landed. And, you know, Hathaway's trying to get this data, so it's she's trying to go through the wreckage, trying to get it. And, uh, you know, she sees mountains in the background, and then McConaughey realizes, no, those are waves. <laughs> Mountain-sized waves. Just massive. Yep. And you feel the scale, right? Mm-hmm. It, uh, I don't know if it's the sound, the effect, all of it together, and it looks like hundreds of feet tall. they got to get out. They can't get out. And they're just getting tossed around like a rag doll in these massive yep. waves. And that's when we get the demise of Wes Bentley. Yeah. Um, or Doyle is his character's name. Get the demise of him. He's a good character. Um, well done. Yeah, no, definitely. And then, you know, the the ship gets capsized or whatever real quick. So it's all flooded. So it's they water, can't take yeah. off right away. And it's just time. And, and Cooper time is, is yelling going on. at Brant. Yeah, she, he's... Because she, he was calling her back. And yeah. She's like, no, I'm going to get the data or, you know, and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Find it. And he's like, no, we got to go. And she's delaying. So her delay basically cost them. Yeah. But we find out by the time they... By the next Before the next wave can come up, they can fire off and leave. And then they get back to the station and <laughs> Romilly... Poor Romilly. Uh, poor, poor Romilly. I've been waiting here for 23 years. Oh, 23 years so yeah they, they were down there so that means they were down there what three hours Basically, yeah. a little over three hours 23 years for a little over three hours their time man can you he's that's like just, the guy's like the poor guy's lost his mind practically yeah he's you know he's gray uh you know it's 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 tough it's, it's tough sad, to, yeah i mean it's just hard to even fathom you just like you like feel for that guy you know he's like because before when like you said when he's like i'm gonna plant i can do two years i'll study the black hole i'll gather all information 
And then when they talk to him, he's like, I did this. He's like, um, he's like a babbling. Yeah. But for, that, for yeah, that moment, he's like babbling. Even Anne Hathaway's like, you know, why didn't you sleep? And he's like, you know, I did. <laughs> I did for a little while. Yeah. Um, did he say that, right? Yeah. I, think I so, believe yeah. so. Yeah. He said, I, I, I did for a little while, but it's like, I, you know, needed to wait to see if you were coming. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that's, oh, I can't even imagine, man. That's, that's, that's tough stuff. So, um, and then that great was, touch, though. That's a fail. And what they found out was Dr. Miller, what they found, you have to think back to the to the time dilation. What happened was she was only there for a couple of minutes like them, send out some promising information, and then got killed by the wave. Right. And they said that only occurred to her minutes ago. Yeah, she what, she died like minutes ago and that's why, like, yeah. why wasn't why wasn't her body decomposed? Right. To to, to her, she just got there and died. Mm-hmm. While it's in that time period they sent that mission from Earth. <laughs> right. And to get there, and that to, to her that same perspective of yeah. time—that's insane. I know that's <laughs> very insane. Uh, and actually, while we're on this, what do you think of the uh, the robots, Tars case? Oh, I liked that a lot. I thought it was yeah. so unique, and I'd never seen that depiction of a robot android, whatever. Definitely, because especially with like the way they move at first, there's like these like three pillars, and I'm yeah. just like, what what can they do? But then Doesn't when they seem... show them moving in the water and yeah. stuff, I was like, oh, all right, they're useful. <laughs> yeah, and I like the personality too. Right, where they did that, the humor set. And all. I thought that was just just giving you a little bit of like levity and like you yeah know, human not human because it's, it's an angel but just like that sort of right yeah. light light dialogue yeah it gave you light hearted moments in the movie that's for sure yeah I like Tars a lot I like that design yeah. yeah it was it was very unique and then kind of you know in the same long lines of uh, choices is uh, Brant's lie so we so they get back after twenty three years. McConaughey's got 23 years worth of messages from his son slash daughter. He gets one last you know shot from his uh, Jessica. This scene here, really whew, rough. Yeah, rough to watch. You know, you you oh, McConaughey right here. I mean, this scene. I, I think he should at least got nominated for this again because that just to convey that emotion just by watching something on a screen. Yeah, he's incredible. He's here. not saying anything, but you just you feel what he's feeling. Yeah. Like. That just he's watching his kids grow up before his eyes, and he was just down at this planet for three hours, and now he comes back. His kids are grown up. Yeah, you get this long bit by Casey Affleck, which was nice. He's yeah, like you know, he's a teenager. I've met this girl, and he's a little bit older. He's like showing the kids, and then he's like, "I gotta let you go." Yeah, because you know, think about his perspective. The reality, you know, not reality, but chances are your dad's dead. Mm-hmm. He didn't make it, and you know. Doing this is not healthy for you to talk to someone, you know, having that faith that yeah. he's still out there. Right. But he is, and that's so sad for Matthew McConaughey, right? I know, it's like man. that's it's why when he's like bursting <sighs> out crying, you're feeling that, so you feel both. You know, Definitely. like I get it. I see it and it sucks. <laughs> and it's like yeah. so powerful. And then yeah, we get one last message from Murph, you know, just a quick little message from her just to show her that she's grown up as well. She's finally sent him a message. I like how her the end of her message though, it then just flashes to her uh in the science lab. Yeah. You know, I like I like that touch. So it's like, okay, this is real time. She kind of just sent that video. You see that she's working with Brant now, Michael Caine. They did um, a lot of this back and forth time. Yeah, they started across to, yeah. the galaxy. I know. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> across the galaxy. Uh, so yeah, you discover she's working for Brand, and eventually, uh, you know, time goes on in the movie. A lot of things happen, but eventually, you find out that Brand lied. He knew that Plan A would never work. Yeah, he's on his deathbed. He's calling, you know, Jessica Chastain. There, he's crying. Great scene. Great acting here by Michael Caine. He lied that plan A. He knew it would never work. There's no way they'd ever get the equation without being in a black hole. No one's ever been in a black hole before. He's basically been pretending to solve this problem. Right. He knew he couldn't He knew plan B was the only choice. Which is colonization, which dooms Earth to death. Right. Yep. And that just doesn't sit right. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't sit right with them. Doesn't sit right with McConaughey. It doesn't sit right with her because why did my dad even go? Yeah. You know? If I'm gonna die. Like I'm sure her dad would have wanted to just die with her, you know, spend his last moments with his kids rather than he promised her he was gonna come back. Yeah, exactly. And, and we find out Anne Hathaway's character, Doctor Brent, not Junior, but but she <laughs> she she didn't know either. Yeah, he kept yeah, it she, from her, right? So yep. And this Let's, is while they're at Doctor Man's planet. Yeah, so they get there. I I, I do like when you first are in, uh, you know introduced. It's like Matt Damon. Like I like how they kept that under wraps because when it's Matt Damon, you're like, oh my god, that's Matt Damon. Like yeah. I had no idea he was in this movie. Yeah. Um, but then I don't know. Just this whole stuff with Matt Damon. Kind of this is where the movie starts to drag a little for me. Um, it does know. a little bit, but you get um, he's such a douche. Yeah. He really is. He's like horrible. Right. <laughs> and I don't really get it either. I don't really get why he's this like why doesn't he just go with them and not worry about it? Well, cuz they know they're going to they're going to find well, that's why he set up the the other not TARS, but whatever it's called. He set it to self-destruct because he he falsified all his data. He was just using them as to an, get, as oh, an and he way. didn't want anyone to find out about that. Yeah. He's basically okay. he was this guy's plan was to show back up at Earth with some story that he, they did something to him or they died okay. in some other thing and he his planet he was like a total asshole yeah. the whole time he was just he used he sacrifice he was willing to sacrifice planet Earth so he could live yeah and he is the so called like you know inspirer for right. everybody else so yeah. it this it does go a little weird but I still kind of appreciate it but I could see why. It's not, yeah. It is a bit of a detour, but it's also there's like that human element. I think they said, "What do you?" Um, at one point, I don't know what they said. There's no evil out there. It's what you we, you bring with you, right? And that's 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 it. It's that human element of someone going bad. So I appreciated that a little bit. Yeah, I, I, I guess I could see that. Yeah, I guess I, I don't know. Just it kind of just slowed down for me. It did. And then, um, and then even when you know he you know pushes Matt da- Matthew McConaughey down and he tries to escape, he's trying to dock and stuff. Him trying to dock takes forever. And then once he explodes, mm. Matthew McConaughey trying to dock. Like it's like, why is that taking so long? Like when they're trying to dock on the spinning station, yeah. so it's like for me, like it's just like. I like Come it. on, let's speed this up. <laughs> I liked it from an effects point of view. Oh yeah, I mean that it was yeah incredible. But uh, but yeah, I don't know. Just yeah. So that these I think, are the moments that dragged for me. And that I think everything you just described probably took about fifteen or twenty minutes. Yeah, I mean, so, and you could. So yeah, to be fair, down. right? Yeah. No, no, no. I, or maybe even a half hour because they were, they were kind of not. So I you could I could see condensing that. And then if right. you make this film like two hours thirty minutes. You know, and you cut some of that yeah, stuff. That, yeah, exactly. But I can't, like I said. Yeah, I mean, again, no, no. You, even with those parts, it still didn't feel like a two-hour and a 45-minute movie. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but, yeah, anyways, yeah, the the, so the choices, Brant's lie, 23 years. Yeah, so they had to figure out what plans to go. They went to one, it failed, went to another, it failed. And then number three, now by they can't do number three. So number five, right? Number five. 
into gargantuan. Yep. So they after the Matt Damon nonsense, uh, they <sighs> they have sorry they they have their speeder not their speeder whatever it's called the ranger and it's attacked to that cir- circular station thing that it's, right. it's partially busted because of the bad docking. So they're like, okay, we got to go home, but we're going to send Anne Hathaway home, but we need to be able to because Doctor Brandt. His lie was he knew he couldn't solve the equation without being to observe what's going on inside this black hole, gargantuan. So they're going to send in Tars, the robot. He's going to go in there and then relay back to them uh, whatever data he can and hopefully send that to Earth so that they can solve the equation. And they're ready to go. Tars goes. It's kind of a nice scene because we kind of ended up liking this robot, right? Yeah, definitely. Uh, and then uh, just before, as Tars goes in, and as as the ship's about to take off and get out of the the black hole and not you know get sucked in by it or whatever and head back to Earth, Matthew McConaughey Cooper detaches his Ranger and goes off. And no, <laughs> no, he's leaving Anne Hathaway yeah. behind. It seems like it's going to be like this sacrificial yeah. thing. Yeah. He's I gonna mean, sacrifice. That's what. That's kind yeah. of where this movie makes you. Yeah, because he. Well, at least wasn't that's, what, that's what Hollywood movies usually do, right? Right. Yeah, it wasn't enough die. resources for both of them, so you know, it was just like that's where it seemed like it was gonna be this cliche ending. Is like, okay, yeah, he sacrifices himself. Yeah, at this point, I guess a typical Hollywood. This would be the, be- the very beginning of a normal Hollywood ending, right? Right. Yeah. He dies. And then we flash very forward to her saving the world, right? <laughs> it's true. Right? Yeah, definitely. But this movie doesn't do that at all. No. <laughs> like, movie... let's keep this guy around. <laughs> <laughs> no, right? <laughs> this almost has its own own story here yeah. of what happens. He goes into that, into Gargantuan, which is another great scene, right? Yeah. Visually. Visually amazing. All kinds of just effects going on. There's like those, like it was like dust, like stardust. He was going through at one point, right? Yep. His, and then his ship is failing. He's got to eject, so he just ejects. Like I don't love it. The ship in, says eject. I'm like, well, I'm in the middle of a black hole. I guess it says eject. I'm gonna eject. I guess right. I, mm, that's what it says to do. I won't be any safer in this blo- this busting up ship. I guess. Right. right. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Exactly. Like, where else am I gonna go? <laughs> I just thought, I just like chuckled to myself. Yeah. For no, that. it's true. You know? It's true. Um, See, so yeah, I mean. He's in this black hole now, right? Just floating there, and then it's like kind of like this. Uh, these images start to appear a little bit. It's uh, it's unfathomable, <laughs> right here. It goes into this. I don't even know how to describe. I think it, they call they it are. a tesseract. It's a tesseract, yeah. yeah. Um, Which is like this series of it's like lights and beams and up and down, almost in like a plaid pattern, right, I guess, yeah. sort of in a way. But when you get closer, it's actually like books yeah it's like a it's a it's, it's basically like a portal in a right, sense yeah to earth and murph and every aspect of murph as he moves around like what's going on here mm-hmm. he's and then he starts he's banging on things because he can see her she can't talk to him he's in and we find out he, he actually does communicate with tars right right yep he's in another he's gone into some other dimension yeah some other dimension it's yep. been created by they and who's they we still don't know. Still don't know. <laughs> still don't know who these uh, people are. Uh, but yeah, it's like a, he sees himself. Yep. He sees Murph. He sees everything that happened he in saw, Murph's bedroom. Right. Yeah. Yep. Because this is like basically behind her bookcase. And back on Earth, the the real you know present day Murph ends up getting back into the house because she goes and visits and tries to take the kids and her brother Tom away. Right. But Tom refuses because. I'm a farmer. I'm not leaving my home, even though one kid died of lung disease. I'm assuming or something. Right. The other kid's got it. The wife's got it. He probably has it. They're all dying. Right. Yeah. 
and he just won't leave. Right. So yeah, you, you're doing the back and forth between that and, and Jessica Chastain. Um, but uh, but yeah, I mean, you basically discover that you know first at first Matthew Ganahane's you know he he did that stay thing you know he, he did was the one that he was, was the one the that knocking the books to spell stay yeah you know and that's another great emotional moment there great acting by McConaughey just uh telling telling you know trying to tell himself to stay yeah. in essence like tell stay like don't go like yeah. spend these days with your daughter like because he thinks it's all over you know this is a great point because uh Cooper Never really wants to leave, mm-hmm. and even all the way through, we're we're near the end of the movie here, and he still thinks he shouldn't have left. Right? Yeah, That's yeah. Because I mean, this whole mission was for not. Yeah. At this point in his mind, he's just he's mad at himself. He's like yelling at him. You know, obviously because he sent it, right? So, but he still hasn't. He's like become that. Okay, we're not quite revealing yet, but he's all the way through this point thinking this everything I did was a mistake. I should have been with my daughter. And how do I? And then they figure out that now I can send the yeah. data that we were here. Right. From. Yeah. I mean, and now this is my purpose. So yeah. it wasn't. I wasn't. You know, I, emotionally in my heart, I should have stayed because I would have been with my family. But in reality, he needed to go. Yeah. So that he can be in this thing and then transmit. The data to Murph. This yeah, because the equation. And he's even asking Tars for the data, and Tars is like, "Oh, this a girl would never like a little girl would never be able to understand this." <laughs> yeah. and, you know, like oh, my McConaughey is like, you know, this isn't an ordinary girl, right? Um, and then yeah, basically he puts you know the data in Morse code in the watch, the the you know big watch hand of the watch. Yeah. Um, so cool, very it, cool. You know, so I guess it, there could be a critique here that all this stuff is just impossible, but. You know, the lo- in the logic of the movie, this isn't impossible. Yeah, the, because they're 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 exceeding really what is possible. They're already blowing your mind. Where it's just like the things that physicists uh, have proven that is true that gravity can right. actually affect time. Like that's mind blowing in itself. So it's like <laughs> yeah. this thing here. It's like, well, yeah. I don't. I guess it can happen. This, you know, I'm sure. There, I'm sure someone can can show some proof if, if given right, enough yeah. information. Well, we're told they're in like another dimension. So this to me, this works the same way the wormhole idea works. It's not that much different. Right. Yeah. If you're able to bend space time and space, yeah. like, and yeah. if I can be yeah alive and why can't I send it down in another way? Right. Right. What, yeah. What, why is it any different? So, but I could see I, I can see a critique here, but I don't buy it. No. To me, this is just another just amazing thing. And there, the, one of the themes in this movie, I think, which we saw in the Back to the Choices one, was wh- why are you making these choices? And Anne Hathaway, the, we, it was kind of revealed that the planet that, that they don't go to, she kind of has a thing for this guy. Yep. She's like, I'm following my heart. And what this movie is saying throughout is that your heart does matter here. Yeah. Not everything is numbers on a piece of paper. There's a missing element that we don't understand, and we need to somehow incorporate something like love into our decision-making, and it is a quantifiable thing. I think that's like one of the biggest takeaways from this movie is that these things are quantifiable. The love you have for someone... It is a real thing. It's yeah, not an abstraction. You know? Even uh, Matt Damon's character brings something up about science. You know, you know, you know what you you know 
parents think of right you know right moments before they're going to die is yeah. their kids because they're trying to stay alive for their kids they're thinking of their kids because you know that's their driving force for survival yeah. then so yeah i mean you can definitely use science there yeah and there's a there's another and now just you saying that reminded me of another uh, conversation between cooper and and hathaway and she said something about what were they? De- they were debating about caring for your loved ones when they've already died. And she's like, "What's the social util- utility in that?" Blah blah blah. And they're debating this idea. I think Cooper was on the side of they're gone. You got to let go of your attachment or something like that. Yeah. Um, and I think that's when they were debating. That was in their argument. And right. She was right. Yeah. She she, she ended was, up being right. Yeah. Yeah. They should have went to that planet because that was the one that was true. Right. And yeah. But if she had followed her heart, it would have been the right decision. Yes. I mean, sometimes yeah. I mean, sometimes when the math isn't working, things like that. Yeah. You got to go with your heart. I, I mean, obviously, like, nothing I, has worked to this point. So yeah. it, I think that's kind of what she was implying. You know, when she was speaking about that, was you know, nothing's worked to this point. So why not just go with our heart? Which you know. Exactly. I mean, they went to Miller's, which failed, but that was not. Through, that was just a crazy time thing where she <laughs> had only arrived minutes before and, mm-hmm. and they had no idea what, what had happened. And then, the, the, and after that, it was Dr. Mann, who was this prestigious man, this well respected, this learned, uh, you know, the guy. He's sending good data. And also, this, you know, it's like sort of like this guy that she just likes him. She's biased. But what she was saying was that I trust him more. I know him. I believe right. him. I believe in him because I know him, you know. And they chose Mann for the credentials. You know, right. So. Yeah. It was on paper he was better, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I know it's, it's such yeah. This this movie yeah gets you thinking about you know obviously the science stuff, but then just all obviously it still teaches you you know try to follow your heart and you know yeah you the care. heart is just as important as and the science. people who you love you know you're supposed to still look out for them and care about them and you know or yeah. the heart is part of the science and we just don't incorporate it properly. And that's what kind of what uh, Matt Damon's character is, uh, you know, he, he kind of lost. You know, he's kind of, he's looking out for his own neck. Yeah. He's looking out for his own survival. Yeah. You know, he's even kind of looking down at McConaughey for worrying about, having you know, yeah, yeah. having these attachments yeah. when, you know, that's actually what saved Earth. That's kind of like mocking him in a way, <laughs> yeah. wasn't he? Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, maybe, yeah, I mean, that, that kind of caused his demise, so... Look at that, man. This is just... <laughs> no, it's deep. <laughs> so I kind of appreciate that Matt Damon stuff more, I guess. <laughs> it's true, um, yeah. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, that that whole sequence. I mean, eventually, yeah, he gets the Morse code to the watch that's on the shelf in the book, uh, on the bookshelf. Jessica Chastain sees it and oh. realizes she has the equation. She has yeah. the data they need for the equation to be able to get this rocket ship or whatever they need to be able to get people off of Earth into a new planet there's hope <laughs> there is hope yeah there is hope and then all that that like little dimension he was in just goes away and all gets quiet <laughs> yeah he just you think he's he's gonna die right, right yeah then he wakes up in a hospital bed in a hospital bed <laughs> it's like is this all a dream like what's going on here this is cooper's yeah. promise our final our pick six yep final in our pick six cooper's promise he wakes up in the space station and that this thing is cool right yeah very cool how cool is yeah because he, he wakes up he it's looks like out the window in the in the <laughs> hospital bed and it's kids playing baseball and you look up and it's Inception kind of yeah. looking stuff. It uh, reminds me of Halo, but better. Yeah, because Halo's like a ring. This is right. more of like a pipe. Yeah, no, it's <laughs> you know true. I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good, good call. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I mean, 
keep he, going. No, yeah, but he's he finds out that his daughter or Murph is alive still. Mm-hmm. She's she she found out after everything she she made this hard trip. She did like cryo sleep at an old age just so she can get to Cooper Station, named right. after her. Yeah, he, and McConaughey's <laughs> like, "Oh, you named it after me." He's like, uh, "No, it's actually that's your daughter." Like, <laughs> and we find his old his uh, the house that the the farmhouse is now like in like a museum sort of a yeah. situation. Yeah, and that's called the callback to the very beginning of the film with the people doing the documentary stuff about the blight and all yep. that. This thing is just like. Oh, this is great! You know, it's yeah. like this, the whole movie's coming all together. Yep, exactly. You get that like nostalgia of like the old Earth, and he sits down with the guy that I don't know. It's like some aide that was walking, touring it with him, and then we find the old Tars. He gets him fired up. He's sitting on his porch again, and the guy's like, "Was it really like this?" And he's like, "Less dirt." Yeah. Then he says something else, which is like, "This is looking back." He's basically saying like, "I don't know. I don't need to know." where we were I want to know where we are and where we're going right yeah 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 which is the big theme of the movie yeah right? he still wants yeah. to find out what else is you know what else is out there like where do we go from here yeah you know he's not you know looking like because even the, the people who are able to get them to space are looking back like mm-hmm. oh look at this old timey house here in this museum it. like yeah. let's recreate the past and this baseball fields and you, you know he still has new. that in him where he's just what you know he's an explorer he keeps yeah. You know, he wants to... This is like the best qualities of mankind. Yeah, yeah, exactly. We're, this is who we are. We are explorers. We're conquerors. We're, we're frontier people, you know? We go out and we explore. The, and we freaking send a man to moon and we should be sending them more and right. trying to go to Mars yeah. and trying to exceed like the our achievements like right yeah. doing these things makes us better as people as a species not be content with yeah. you know with just what we have like well, there's i mean you know you can be content with what you have in a material sense things like that but like it's just a, you know just reaching for the stars right yeah achieve even just for for achievement's sake, right? Yeah, you know they, the the guys that went to the moon they did okay, but it's not like they won the lottery or something like that. You know what I mean? They were like it, it wasn't like they won like a fortune or something. They right. gained like it was more like respect yeah. for being that guy that went and did that thing, and then we we're all better for it. And we need to just always be striving yeah. for it. And that's what the world lost. They're just looking, said looking down in the dirt. And for me, I like that he is a father. So I mean, he's looking, he's doing. You know, he's you can tell he's wanting to do this too for his kids. You know what? else is out there for, yeah, for them for, yeah. for them yeah you know because i'm not gonna you know once i die you know there's gonna be people behind me that need you know places to go so you know That's why the, not pave the way for them it's the greatest of humanity definitely so i mean yeah that that whole sequence he, he reunites with murph yes uh, she's in, in basically a bed on her deathbed she's old lady helen burston Man, great, uh, powerful stuff here. Powerful stuff indeed. I mean, it's, she's so much older than him, and it's you know she's got wisdom in her, so she understands that he needs to go. Like yeah. she, you know, it, like, it, no she, father should watch the death of their child. Right? Yeah, yeah. It's just it's it's so it's emotionally like it it tear it tears you up a little. Like it makes you torn just because you're like, oh man, wait, that's his daughter, but she's kind of treating him like a son in a way, <laughs> yeah. you know? Like, no, you need to go. Like she knows that he's the explorer, you know? But it's not it's not really sad, right? Right? Yeah, it's not it's, it's not it's too like, yeah. It's like peace almost in a sense, like, peace and hopeful. Yeah, it's emotional, but it's it's okay. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like 
always not in a forgiven well yeah there is some forgiveness here a lot of forgiveness right but also just I love you just clean honest no nothing bad here you know right it's just, it's just good feelings and they're just they're very powerful feelings yeah definitely definitely <sighs> yeah great great little sequence there and then he decides yeah I'm out of here I'm gonna go go see what uh see what Hathaway's up to. Yeah, she's out there and it looks like a, I don't know, the, the desert in Arizona or something yeah, like that. Yeah, I know, that. yeah. But yeah, she's in her... The her, new colony. The, yep. the, that one that they should have went to. Yep. Should have went to to begin with. Should have followed her heart. He's going to go join her and they're going to start a new life. And that's yep. the, the, like... And the movie ends with us being hopeful for yeah. our species that... We could overcome and, yeah. and like keep reaching out. Yep, with a little bit of love. Yeah. You know, a little bit of love. Yeah. So, I mean, it's it's great ending. Love, 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 love all that. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I, I appreciated this so much more uh, now that I watch it again. I'm glad you convinced me to watch it again. That makes me feel great. great. Yeah. Because this one was one that I, I pushed, and I felt so strong about this movie. And I and I get it. There's ones where I've, I've been in the same boat where ones I'm like, eh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's not my thing. And then you see it again, you're like, oh, man, I was definitely wrong about that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah. Uh, so I guess I'll say that. I was definitely wrong about oh, that, yeah. Dave. This is this is a great film. I really enjoyed it. So you're uh, erasing again, it from your overrated list? Yeah, I would, I would erase it from my overrated <laughs> list. I mean, it's definitely, again, because even the first time I watched it, like, it got me researching stuff. It got me thinking. Like, it, it got me, you know, doing those things. It's just I was just convinced myself when I first watched it that yeah. first night. I was just like, ah, I didn't like it. Didn't like it. Uh, so I think I was a little st- stubborn about it. Yeah. Um, I think this is the kind of one, yeah, any movie that makes that gets into your head, yeah. you got to think about why. Right. And this one raises the all the big questions and then some questions where you don't know the answers to. <laughs> I mean, there's like, there's deep science stuff here, which is, you know, if you brush up on it, it's not that bad, at least the basics. But really getting your head around these things is... Crazy. Yeah, I still don't know how gravity affects time. <laughs> it's, it's just... It's nuts, because well, it's so... Re- it doesn't relate to your everyday life. Right, exactly. It doesn't really make any sense. It, yeah. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> It's just so hard to wrap your head around. But yeah, I think this is a great film. Christopher Nolan's an amazing uh, writer, along with his brother, Jonathan Nolan, who wrote this as well, yeah. who is doing Westworld now, Jonathan yeah, Nolan. Yeah. Uh, he's, he's... Yeah, he's... he's Both these brothers are doing great right now, so... I, I just love that, like I said in the beginning, too, the ambition of this film to make this just crazy he was pushing the limits of making a movie of what you could handle for a story all right. this stuff this is a challenging film yeah definitely emotionally and i could, and I could see logically i could see the, the the knocks on it but i'm just not there i, yeah. I think they're I, for for the for its faults or it's like okay because i know i know where he was trying to get and he was trying to get so high yeah and he got pretty dang close yeah now i'm actually leaning towards the fact that this movie's kind of underrated now <laughs> you know what i mean like this is <laughs> oh i love this I love um this. i actually I, I could flip this on right now again and just <laughs> just watch it you know it's a phenomenal um, movie yeah no i just maybe was maybe i just missed the hype on this was there a lot because i felt like when you said it you felt like you were getting like that you had to like it or was that just pressure you put on yourself or i think it was pressure i put on myself but i think there was hype around it uh mainly due to like because i'm a big oscars guy so i thought this was going to be like oscar movie um which it it won visual effects oscars um i thought it was going to win like be nominated for like acting oscars things like that um which it should have been in my opinion best oh i don't i can't even think what 14 was but this should have been the best director i don't know what could have best uh this was uh 
Birdman, uh, mm. Alejandro Inarritu. Okay, he won, he won Best Director, um, which do, you got you got to give him credit. I mean, doing that whole movie where it looks like one shot. That's I good. mean, that's good. That's fair. Yeah, um, but yeah, I mean, yeah, can't, there's no fault in Christopher I, Nolan. Yeah, uh, I really hope no uh, Dunkirk. I really hope he wins this year, man. He's not going to, but no, you don't think so. Is that are you gonna put? Not that uh, is that where you are. Right he's now? my number one, but if yeah, I yeah. was a betting man, where you I, think you'd put? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't think so. But uh, but yeah, yeah great. Lean, good. Del Toro oh, is that what you're thinking? Del uh, oh Guillermo del Toro. Yeah, um, him or yeah, yeah, probably him. Mm. <laughs> I mean, that's, <laughs> that's that's yeah. He won the Golden Globe, which kind of usually coincides with the Oscars. Um, but if that's it, then Nolan really shouldn't. Lose yeah, it's, it. it's it has to be between them two. Uh, did you finish Shape Water, by the way? I, should I tell the audience that I fell asleep while watching it? <laughs> no. <laughs> well, I just did. Yeah. I, I think I've... Well, it wasn't... And nothing against the movie. It was yeah, just a long day. Understandable. And I plopped down on the couch. With, the wife liked it. And apparently. Oh, okay. She enjoyed it. And I just... I was just tired and fell asleep. Understandable, understandable. Was... <laughs> but uh, who? I mean, we, we've kind of you know asked questions along the way. But is there any questions you haven't asked yet? Who's the idiot? Me or the movie is our next segment. Oh, any, I, any questions? I think we're both the idiot. Uh, oh yeah. Cause... I mean, we're not gonna we're not gonna be able to answer any of these. And and I think that's okay. And I think that's you know in a movie where we're we're talking about. Like the you know some of the more ex- abstract theories of humanity and what you know people are capable of, and to you know to not ask questions is maybe uh, a, a good. It's like nice discretion to maybe keep your mouth shut. Right, this <laughs> it's true. <laughs> it's true. Like to nitpick this, it just makes no sense. Yeah, to me. I mean, there's I don't think there's any place to even nitpick. But you know what I'm trying to say? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, actually, uh, you know, the, yeah. the time dilation doesn't work. <laughs> right? Yeah, I mean, well, I'm not. I'm well, there no is science. no. Yeah, we don't know about a fifth dimension. Uh, I mean, so that's just kind of implausible, yeah. isn't it? I mean, come on. But that's kind of what I'm saying. I think you. Yeah. Have to, I think you have to really suspend. Well, you have to try to get your mind around what they're doing, which is actually real. stuff stuff right they had real science behind everything they did i like that they didn't 100 percent answer everything like i like i said you know with when we talked about three billboards uh you know they didn't you know necessarily have an ending it just you know kind of ended yeah. you know some stories don't that was okay. need that total resolution yeah. Th- this kind of had a resolution but at the same time didn't because it you know showed anne hathaway on the on the planet there you kind of just have to kind of make up on your own but we know that yeah i mean it's i would assume that everyone's in the consensus that yeah it's hopeful there's hope and they're gonna continue they're gonna move on they're gonna humans will always find a way but um it's a very inspirational story i think yeah i agree who's they humans so this is what got me looking into paradoxes so so the they to me so didn't they need sorry no no no, go ahead (laughs) didn't they need cooper to get there originally to give her the equation oh yeah there's no that doesn't solve itself yeah so it's just like it's a a, a paradox like what came first chicken and the egg what's you know so that's a good question i I think the answer is we we don't know yeah. It's a loop that can't be broken, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Because you're you're gonna. Yeah, it's a paradox, like you said. <laughs> it, yeah, it, no, yeah, no, that's true. Yeah. And I think that they is so that they was definitely is humans. I, I think that they, yeah, they is the a Matthew McConaughey equivalent of Matthew McConaughey okay. talking to yeah. Murph. Yeah, it's in the same way. That's mm-hmm. kind of what I got from it. Well, I think they, had, they just, I think they said that. No, 
Vegas. It didn't Matthew. He did. I just didn't us? know if that was. But I thought it was the same 100%. way. Hundred so percent. I think future people. Yeah. Because well, yeah. Because of course, like, <laughs> here's where it gets nuts, right? Because how does how does future people help help back in time people solve? Because future people couldn't be alive. Yes. Past people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It doesn't Again. really make sense. But pa- very paradoxical. <laughs> but but uh, that's okay. Yeah. You know, there's, there's, you know, there are more inconsistencies in other kinds of movies. That's a, this is fine, right? Yeah. You know it, I mean? It's like, fine. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a paradox. But it, you know, for for making you think, well, hey, that's a paradox. Now your mind is churning in a way where I'm glad it's churning this you know this direction. Right. And now yeah. I'm thinking about well, how could he do that? You know. Yeah. Well, it's it's kind of like uh, where the grandfather goes back in time and has his son who eventually becomes or has himself. So it's like where where does I, I forget like the actual the, paradox. If, like the grandfather goes back in time. No, I think it's if a grandson goes back in time and kills his grandfather, does that kill me or yeah. it kills your father? Yeah, or, yeah. So it's like kind of similar to, to that. Like if it's I kill just them like, before I'm conceived. Right. Yeah. I don't know exactly. So yeah, yeah. It gets you. So it's like it won't say I got that back and forth. Like <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah. that's, that's kind of what no. It but is. that's true because if he's pushing the book, well, he's there, right? So he can't be doing both. There had he had to have gotten to that place, right? So how could he have gotten to that place? But push, Getting, you can't give yourself a. I don't know. Maybe if this rattles, then it's like <laughs> Ben behind the. Maybe, plant. maybe. I don't we'll know. See. Like you know, how, I know. How, 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 <laughs> these are questions where like I don't know how to answer them, so I right. don't. You know what I mean? I get. Did you, you have anything else? Uh, not. Re- I mean, yeah. Any we other kind critiques of critiques besides the Doctor Man thing. Uh, the Doctor Man thing again. The whole docking thing just took way too what long. About, the spinning was cool, though, right? Yeah. I'm, again, the visuals. I have no problem with any of the visuals. Yeah. I mean, it looked amazing the whole way through. Um, I guess the the uh, n- another nitpick I had was just the the beginning where how quickly it moved. Where it's just like Michael Caine was like, "Oh well, we need you to pilot it." So it's like all of a sudden it's just like, "Okay, like what would you have done if I didn't come here?" Um, but I guess that's kind of. Uh, Matthew McConaughey is the one that did it in the first place, so he sent himself yeah. there because he's the one that gave him the coordinates in the first place. Right, but you know we also got a movie that we need to move along. Yeah, so no, I, yeah, I agree. again, <laughs> yeah. I'm, again, because I was like as you we said earlier, I was happy that they didn't show prep, for, like they just took off, like it, you know they did the countdown right away. They didn't show him, you know, getting prepared. Yeah, to exactly. Yeah, get, that's yeah. just great that we just go yeah. one to the other. And we're out. That's I just love that. Yeah, it's just like last night when I watched it. It's just one of the things. I was just like, wow, this is going super fast. All of a sudden, well, we got but, a long way to go. Yeah. Here. So, so you have no more questions, or I don't think so. I think okay, it's, it's just a it's a deep movie. It's a very philosophical. Yeah, it's, it's, it's just there's a lot here to unpack. Definitely, I love it. I, 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 I think it's my. It's really good. I it's think really it's good. My, uh, I, I want to say I think it, it's not Christopher Nolan's best, but I, I think it's my favorite. Really, just for what it does to me inside. There's this one taps deep into me. You like it better than Dunkirk? I like it better emotionally. Yeah, yeah, as, as I guess it, so. You know, yeah, Dunkirk is a, is maybe is a is a better piece of film. It's put together better you know but this one I, I like interstellar better i like the way it where it goes and it's it the problem i guess in it is it, because it's so long and because it's so heavy and because it's so deep it's almost one of those things where you maybe want to avoid right yeah you something you want to just throw on randomly that's true you know 
So you, I might not watch this movie for another two, three years. You know, I could see that. And then I'll watch it again, and I'll be right back where I am now, and just be like, <laughs> I know, shocked. Yeah, uh, yeah. Love movies that make you think like that. Yeah. Uh, final thoughts and rating is our next segment. We pretty much gave our final thoughts. What? Yeah. Uh, how would you rate this movie? I give it four stars. And three buckets of popcorn. Nice. Look at you. Four solid stars. I I don't, you know, the 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 this could have been a perfect movie, and if this thing became a perfect movie, that would have been amazing. But you know, it's not. It isn't. There's some digressions here. There's some clunkiness, and it's a. It really is a bit too long. What parts drug for you? Oh, the man stuff. Okay. Yeah. Um, and there's a little bit of the stuff. Some stuff in the beginning I thought dragged just a little bit. Um. And when they first get to NASA explaining it, it doesn't really tell you what's going on. Um, and, yeah. And then, and then the end, it, I guess, yeah, the last half of the movie really drags little moments, like maybe double their length. Like right. Yeah. Almost like what you're saying with the docking, where they're like spinning. It's like okay, this is like a ten minute sequence. <laughs> right. Yes. And then I felt like that kind of happened as the I can't name a specific one off the top of my head, but I felt like things that could have been five seconds they made it to ten. Right. It's just like a look here, and then they like stayed on it just a little bit too long. So you get two hours and forty five minutes. That's a commitment. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but in, and I think I think I said this to you. You know, no one followed up by making his next movie one hour shorter. Yeah. Than that one, and so he tried to do something more concise, which he did, which is amazing. So Dunkirk was the next one. Uh, yeah, he hasn't done a movie since it was wow. Interstellar, and then right, I don't. There's nothing yeah. in between. Is yeah, there? three years apart. Wow. So he does the Dark Knight, which you know everybody loved. Does this amazingly ambitious movie? Yeah. And then <laughs> it's it back with Dunkirk three years later. He's incredible. Which, yeah, he's one of the best filmmakers out there, if not the best current filmmaker out there. Think about what he just did. He did a Interstellar versus Dunkirk. Those movies. I mean on the surface couldn't be any more different right yeah. and you watch them and you both know they're Christopher Nolan yeah exactly <laughs> I mean look at all of his movies I mean you got obviously the Batman series but then you have Prestige Memento yeah all have different different elements and different uh, feels to them it's just incredible yeah. uh, I give this movie a 3.5 stars and uh, three buckets of popcorn. Okay, so you're a half star off of me, quickly, yeah. star wise. Yep. That's fine. I'll accept it. You know, this is a you've made a lot of progress since uh, calling you overrated. <laughs> you know, I, I oh, I'm sorry. I gave it 3.5 stars and two and a half buckets of popcorn. Okay, so a half so, star on both. Well, well sorry. Anyway, um, but uh, <laughs> no, but yeah, I mean, the it's, stars, it's I think, for length. so much better the second time around. And uh, yeah, I'm glad I gave it another chance, and I can I can say this, this is a movie I probably will end up really loving uh, down the road. Yeah, so for sure. I'm glad we revisited this, my friend. And uh, yeah, that's all I got. That's all I got. <laughs> yeah, the only thing I'm looking forward, you know, you mentioned the prestige. I really do want to explore this this concept of doing mo- movies that come out in within the same year or. One one year separated who deal with the same subject. Yeah. So the Prestige versus the Illusionist. Yeah. I'd like to do a comparison of that. I'd like to. Do, we've already done Dunkirk, but an obvious one would be Dunkirk versus Darkest Hour. It's like okay, That's so in true. the same year you're you're talking about the same yeah. thing. 
And there's there are these movies. If you look, there's like I think I found like ten of them just glancing through. So maybe we look at the best ones and compare because I think that's it's just I don't know why that happens. Yeah, that's very interesting. Yeah, you got like Deep Impact and Armageddon. Yeah, exactly. Volcano, Dante's Peak. There, there you go. You're already you're already <laughs> yeah, going look off. Look at on that, right now. man. Crazy. All right, folks. Well, that is it for us. Great uh, movie, Interstellar is 2014. Christopher Nolan. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at block at Blockbuster Cast. My personal account is at BC Cord. I'm at Barfrog and at Dave <laughs> underscore Quist. <laughs> and uh, be sure to subscribe to us on YouTube. Like YouTube. us. Uh, YouTube. Nice and, to see you. <laughs> very nice to see you. All right. Well, any final thoughts, my friend? Goodbye. Goodbye. All right, folks. That is it for us. For Davo, I'm Ben Secord. And as always, grab some popcorn. Grab some snacks. We'll oh, catch you guys. See you guys at the movies. <laughs> at the movies. <laughs> <laughs>